0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop podcast. And today, I want to talk a little bit about Bruce Lee because to me, Bruce Lee is so fucking influential in this world um from the impacts that he made through his filmmaking, his martial arts ability that he has influenced hip hop in a major way where he's been he's been mentioned in countless records. I have a song myself I made way back called Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee is my hero. Bruce Lee was my hero. Something like that. And, um, you know, for me, when I when I look back on the person who Bruce Lee is, you know, um, I really uh, look, look to the certain movies like Fist of Fury 1, Big Boss, Enter the Dragon, and... I love these films because they always... Um, they they show the dimension of his creativity. Because I was watching Fists of Fury last night. And there's a scene where Bruce Lee is on the ground. Nunchucking people on the knees and dropping them. And to me, it is like... It, I don't know if he intentionally was trying to be humorous too. But there was a humorous side like slash physical comedy to it. That I really enjoyed. And I think that Bruce Lee... You know, I think about this uh, this philosopher. I've read his book about philosophy, too. Um, I mean, transcriptions, of course. But the way that this person thought, I think he was a very introspective and in-depth kind of person. And he has had such a tremendous influence on me and how I think and how I see things and how to, you know, be up, live up to the best version of myself and so forth. Bruce Lee... I don't know. I just remember like seeing his movies when I was younger and emulating. You know what I mean? Wanting to be that badass and kick people in the fucking head. Like I wanted to be ultra flexible and shit and and just throw super crazy kicks. And I remember getting nunchucks. I, I remember all this, man. And um, but I want to talk like too, like enter the dragon is definitely to me a magnum opus you know as far as bruce lee i think that's his best film personally i think it has some of his most iconic moments it has the scene where he gets the claw uh on his chest and then he licks the blood off i, I always thought that was so badass it's such a good movie um because it, it's the one where basically a martial arts master sends a invitation to a bunch of martial artists to come down and fight and have a tournament and a a, a real true-to-art martial arts tournament. And... And i always think too like about how difficult it must have been to make films back in the day because it's difficult to make movies now and we have all this technology i can only imagine how difficult it was back in the day how much heavier the equipment had to be because there were some beautiful scenes like in certain areas and i just was like so caught up in the cinematography like there's this area that they're i can't remember um what part of asia i want to i want to say somewhere china but um it's just like, it's covered in water, and they're traveling by boat. And it's so fucking interesting to see um, that culture in that time period. Because th- these movies, you're, you're watching a time capsule. When you watch a Bruce Lee movie, you know, when. Well, I mean, when you watch anything or listen to anything, you know. But when you watch a Bruce Lee movie, you listen to Jimi Hendrix, you're entering a time capsule. And you're looking at that era, and it just, to me, it, it completely rose me off like how like powerful the era was and the fact that Bruce Lee was like the perfect combination of timing, uh practicality, patience, um, just basically being there at the right time and being prepared and that's all you really have to do is show up at the right time prepared like anything. And it shows in his work, and I wanted to take a second just to talk about Bruce Lee because, again, like, he is such an iconic, badass person that I just need to take this time and just kind of rant. Um, I, I could talk, I could literally I, I do a podcast where I could just talk about his movies all day. Like, I really could. And j- just the, the dialogue that he put together, like, the fact that he was behind some of the writing, um he was an all-around renaissance man he was a specialist though in his martial arts like he was a cha-cha champion i think that bruce lee was a person who understood the formula of a winner and and to be a successful person he had that formula and it's clear and um you know i i remember too like quentin tarantino uh the, what he did to to him in the once upon a time in hollywood movie my thing about that is, I'm not gonna be one of those people, just like, oh fuck Tarantino entirely. Okay, I, I get that he partially did it as a marketing ploy. I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he fully did it as a marketing ploy, but I think a big reason he put that scene together was a. I do think he is uh, negatively biased towards Bruce Lee for some fucking reason. Um, I listened to the podcast with him and Joe Rogan, and he was really adamant that, um, like that bruce lee in a sense was kind of a fraud and it just bothered me because if you want to keep that scene in your movie and promote it all right i get it you know listen if you want to keep it in there so people can get pissed off and have something to talk about like with every movie because controversy sells and that's tarantino that makes sense okay but when he had so much vitriol towards Bruce Lee and he was saying, well, Cliff Booth, who is a fictional character, would kill him because he's a soldier. He fought in uh, World War Two, X, X, Y, Z. Well, my argument to this is like, listen, like like martial arts, like when it comes to martial arts, yeah, Bruce Lee is beatable. He could have been killed. A gun can be anybody. If Like you take a soldier and you put them in a, an environment that they're tactically trained for and then you drop a guy in a ghee in that same area and they don't have weapons yeah that guy probably isn't going to win you know um just because he's going to be caught off guard and killed like there are so many things that come into mind with tarantino and um i respect him like again i'm not dissing tarantino i, I know tarantino literally told anybody like who was against him on this you know to suck a dick besides his you know his daughter and everything and i um I don't know, I, I guess where I really stand is that I think Tarantino needs to understand that there's a reason people are drawn to Bruce Lee, why they're fans of him. And I'm okay with peop with him challenging people's perception, but there is a level of respect and I don't know. Like I again like he is talking about these Hollywood stories where people were saying this and that, but I feel like it's all speculation. Um it really just seems to be speculation. And I think that Bruce Lee was a, a genuine person Who maybe had some shitty moments And maybe that somehow influenced Tarantino's idea To create the film And create that scene in that manner But um, yeah I, 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 I like, Again, it's just I look at the legacy of this guy And I don't think anything can be taken away But it's also weird I think about his death And how, how strange it is Like how he died And uh, if I look at Bruce Lee Did he pass Sorry Let's see He passed away July 20th 1973 in Kowloon Tong Hong Kong Of a cerebral edema Hmm Let's see Death on may 10th 1973 lee collapsed during an automated dialogue replacement session for enter the dragon at golden harvest film studio in hong kong suffering from seizures and headaches he was immediately rushed to hong kong baptist hospital where doctors diagnosed cerebral edema they were able to reduce the swelling through the administration of mannitol the headache and cerebral edema that occurred in this first collapse were later repeated on the day of his death on july 20th 1973 lee was in hong kong to Have dinner with actor George Lazenby, with whom he intended to make a film. According to Lee's wife, Lin- Linda, Lee met producer Raymond Chow at 2 p.m. at home to discuss the making of the film Game of Death. They worked until 4 p.m. and then drove together to the home of Lee's colleague, Betty Ting Pei, a Taiwanese actress. The three went over the script at Ting's home and then Chow had left to attend a, di- a dinner meeting. Later, Lee complained of a headache and Ting gave him the painkiller, Aquasic, which contained both aspirin and the tr- tranquilizer, mepro. Re- eh, mepr- me- Meprobamate. Um Jesus. Around 7 30 p.m., he went to lie down for a nap. Uh, it seems like he might have been having an affair. Um, when Lee did not come home for dinner, Chow came to the apartment. But she was, he was unable to wake Lee up. A doctor was summoned and spent 10 minutes attempting to revive Lee before sending him by ambulance to Queen Elizabeth Hospital. Lee was declared dead on arrival at the age of 32. There was no visible external injury. However, according to autopsy reports, Lee's brain had swollen considerably. 14. 100 to 1,570 grams A 13% increase Oh god The autopsy found uh, Aquasec in his system On October fifteenth, two 2005 Chow stated in an interview That Lee died from an allergic reaction To the tranquilizer Metprobamate The main ingredient Aquasec Which Chow describes as an ingredient Commonly used in painkillers The doctors announced Lee's death It was officially ruled a death By misadventure Okay yeah, so there's a whole lot that goes into this But um, th- There is a whole lot that goes into this But when it comes to Bruce Lee and his legacy I think it's kind of a It really is an etern- eternal thing And um, I just wanted to pay some respects um, But his death is always something that's kind of clouded I know, clouded my view You know, as far as everything goes Because it, there's a lot of interesting shit surrounding it Even what I've read there was some vague stuff, some interesting stuff. Like it, it it just makes you wonder is all I'm saying. But um, what do you think about the death of Bruce Lee? What do you think about his legacy, his career, uh, his accomplishments? Um, feel free to hit me up, let me know. I'm gonna be jump starting my email. What is it, my email newsletter? I'm gonna get that going soon. Make sure to check out my website, chasehill.net. More music is coming. Check out my project dropping on the 29th of this month. Or 30th, now 29th. Anyway, guys, take care. Peace and love, everybody. Peace.